This is the Shameless Audacity Podcast, and I'm your host, Jessica Fernandez. I'm a mom, wife, pastor, and professional educator. I'm bold about my faith, and I'm obsessed with you becoming the woman God created you to be by speaking life into your circumstances. We will be discussing God, family, career, and ministry. Some of you will agree with me and be like, yes, girl. And some of you will be like, oh, no, she didn't. Either way, I'm going to teach God's truth authentically and with shameless audacity. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Shameless Audacity. I'm your host, Jessica Fernandez, and this week we're talking about people-pleasing, or in other words, addicted to approval. I love searching the internet and diagnosing myself, and I know you guys have done that too. A very dangerous pastime, I know. After reading the article, 15 Signs You're a People Pleaser by Psychology Today, I recognize that I have displayed all 15 signs at some point in my life, and I've come to a life-changing realization. Here are the 15 signs. You want everyone to like you. You over-apologize. You crave validation. You let people take advantage of you. You feel guilty or mean when you set boundaries. You're afraid of conflict. You've always been a good girl or guy or rule follower. You think self-care is optional. You feel tense, anxious, or on edge. You expect yourself to be perfect and hold yourself to high standards. You put yourself last and don't know how to ask a friend when you're in need. You're sensitive to criticism. You think your feelings, needs, opinions, and ideas aren't as important as other people's. You're a fixer. You hate to see someone hurt, afraid, sad, or uncomfortable. You resent always being asked to do more and wish people would consider your feelings and needs. Does that sound like you? Then you're a people pleaser. Hi, my name is Jessica, and I'm a recovering approval addict. Okay, that's a lie. Let me try this again. Hi, my name is Jessica, and I'm addicted to your approval. Okay, this is a little more accurate according to my self-diagnosis using the internet. Wow, I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Now that it's out in the open, here is how I came to this realization. At some point during my childhood, I developed an addiction to approval that has carried over into adulthood. There was no pivotal moment. It was just a series of events throughout my life. We learn very quickly as children that if we get good grades, make the team, help others, do everything that is expected, then people will be pleased with us. When they are pleased with us, we feel good, and because it feels good, we are inclined to keep working towards that feeling. Anne Hathaway said, There is something very addictive about people-pleasing. It's a thought pattern and a habit that feels really, really good until it becomes desperate. When each of our decisions and actions is seeking that feeling, that's when we know we are addicted to approval. So how did I become a people pleaser? I realized early on that my mother was not a very happy woman. Experiencing trauma in her own life caused her hurt and pain and led to unforgiveness that she wouldn't surrender to God in exchange for healing. I just remember never doing anything right. I remember being overly corrected all the time and I could feel how annoyed and frustrated she was whenever we weren't meeting her expectations. I remember my father trying to make her happy too, but no matter what he did, sadness, anger, and unforgiveness would always return to her life like an unwanted house guest. 
The rejection I felt as a child carried over into adulthood, rearing its ugly head when I least expected it. Thank goodness for the continuous healing power of Jesus. Here's the thing about rejection. It never really is about you. The person inflicting the rejection is acting from a place of rejection themselves. Let me say that one more time. The person inflicting the rejection is acting from a place of rejection themselves. The rejection my mother felt from her father was the same rejection my grandfather felt from his mother. And there you have it, a pattern of rejection. We all have different responses to difficulties in our lives. My father, on the other hand, was a people pleaser as well, always trying to make her happy. Fear and anxiety led him to act the way that he did because he had experienced rejection in his own life. He never really elaborated on his story, but he did tell me that as a kid, his biological father would leave for weeks and sometimes months at a time until one day he never came back. He told me he would wait looking out the window of his apartment building, hoping to see his father come home one day. His response to rejection was people-pleasing because people stay when they are pleased with you. Unfortunately, this is the lie we tell ourselves. Always trying to avoid conflict, he never wanted anyone to dislike him and it made it hard for him to say no. Though these aren't bad characteristics, when you do them all the time, they become detrimental in your life. You become so unbalanced that all you do is focus on the needs of others while neglecting your own. The rejection caused me to do what my dad did. It caused me to work harder, strive harder, and accomplish more, but not necessarily for myself. I feared what people would think about me if I told them no. But if I'm really honest with myself and you, I still have that fear of disappointing others because to a people pleaser, their disappointment means a personal rejection. My people pleasing tendencies sometimes cause me to apologize for being who I am just in case who I am is not good enough for them. You're probably thinking, but Jessica, you're a pastor. Yes, I am. But no one is exempt from troubles and heartache. I live in a sinful world and we are sinful people. But there is good news for me and for you. We don't have to worry about it because God came to overcome the world with all its troubles and all its heartache. And you can find that in John 16, 33. We all have a choice when we experience hurt, pain, rejection, and trauma. We either choose to live like a victim of that pain or we choose to walk in victory, knowing that with God's help, we can overcome. Growing up in church, I knew the power of God. I understood that there was a greater purpose for me and I loved the Lord. I never had to be convinced that there was a God or that he loved me. I wish my mother could have felt his love for her. It was hard for her to understand that he is a loving father because her father was just the opposite. On the other hand, my father understood that though his biological father walked away from him, our heavenly father will never leave us or forget us. If you asked me if I believe people pleasing is a sin, I would say yes. Why? Because the Bible says no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You can find that in Matthew 6, 24. Either you love God or you love the world. Either you stand in your identity in Christ or you stand in the identity the world has given you. Either you live your life to please Jesus or you live your life to please the world. I love when Paul writes in Galatians 1, 10, Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If people pleasing were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Simply, he was saying, if I cared about people pleasing, then I wouldn't be serving God. Isn't that what we all should be saying? 
So what has God been teaching me about breaking this addiction to people pleasing? Well, he taught me that people didn't die on the cross for my sins. Only Jesus did that. There is one relationship that is truly like no other. Since our relationship with Jesus is life transforming and there is no other like it, then why do we care about the opinions of others? They didn't make the only sacrifice that matters the most. Their opinion doesn't affect where I spend eternity, therefore it doesn't matter. Harsh? Well, we have to be to break this addiction. He also taught me to refuse to be defined by people. God knows who you are. He created you exactly the way you are. When we choose not to believe who God says we are, what we're really saying is that we don't trust God. If we say we trust God, then we will walk confidently knowing who he created us to be. Claim what his word says about you. He also taught me when I'm tempted to please people to surrender to him. In her book, Like Me or Not, Overcoming Approval Addiction, Dawn Owens writes, Even as a recovering addict, you will never be completely immune to desire for approval from others. God has designed us with a need for approval, but he allows us to choose whether we seek it from him or from man. I love that quote so much. For us to overcome our need for approval, we must surrender that desire to be a people pleaser to God by acknowledging every single day that God is and will always be in control. That's really hard, but that's why the Bible says, search for the Lord and his strength, continually seek him. And you can find that in 1 Chronicles 16, 11. The key word is continually, at all times, without stopping, at every single moment. That is the only way we can live in a world full of sin, is to constantly remain connected to the Father. I want to give you something to think about today. Do you desire for everyone to like you? Are you afraid to say no even when you don't have the time or resources to complete the favor? When you make a decision, do you ask 10 people for their advice before you make a decision? What is driving you to please others? Has your opinion about yourself been formed by others' opinions of you? What do you think about yourself? What do you think God says about you? Do you want to stop being a people pleaser? Because if you don't want to stop, then you will continue to be a slave to others. If you want to stop being a people pleaser, what are some things that you are doing right now that are solely to make others happy? How can you treat yourself better? If you like this show, you might want to check out our free ebook, 10 Ways to Becoming Whole. You can find that at www.jessicafernandez.com when you subscribe to my website. Thanks for joining us this week on Shameless Audacity. Be sure to go to www.shamelessaudacitypodcast.com where you can subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast app so you'll never miss an episode. Please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts so that I can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Share this with someone who may need to hear this message. And remember, God has called you and me to speak God's truth with shameless audacity. Thanks for listening and see you next time.